0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Gary Washburn, who covers the NBA for the Boston Globe. Gary Journey Mack here in New York.
1: What are you doing today? Oh, uh, right now watching Netflix. <laughs> what on Netflix? Uh, a movie called Spencer Confidential with uh, Mark Wahlberg.
0: Spencer Confidential? I've never seen
1: it. Yeah, it's a it's a Netflix movie. Is it good? So far, so good. Okay. So, you know, I live in Boston, and this is Boston-based, so it's got some you know local flavor to it. So, yeah, so far, so good on a. Sunday, where I'd probably be waiting for like everybody else for the selection Sunday show to come on.
0: That's right, uh, because those players that will be uh, would have been playing in the NCAA tournament will someday make their someday make their way to your door up there in Boston. Uh, all right, uh, when the announcement came down on Wednesday, games were in action at the time. I know I was watching the Seventy Sixers play the Pistons, and word broke that the NBA was going to take a hiatus for a minimum of thirty days. Where were you? What were you doing? What was the first thought you had?
1: I was watching the Dallas Denver game in my in uh watching so, also uh some conference tournament action on my phone in my in my hotel in Milwaukee because the Celtics were scheduled to play the Bucks the next night. So, um I was just kind of multitasking when uh word came out about the Rudy Gobert positive test and then about 30 minutes later, the email about I think it was 9:30 uh, Eastern Time for the league that it would have been uh, the season had been obviously suspended for 30 days. And kind of the surrealness of watching that Dallas Denver game and kind of like this is probably the last basketball game we're going to see for a long time. Um, so yeah, it was just one of those nights that you just always remember where you were. Uh, it's a surreal. Um, atmosphere and we're just in a surreal time right now
0: yeah i was in my basement watching Sixers pistons and said oh this is not good and uh we have to deal with it in many different ways and walks of life uh, adam silver to his credit was a guy out front and was the first to officially say we got to take several steps back here right now he set his date at 30 days Do you think he did it just because it was a round number? Do you think that it was done because they had calculated information about the science of this and when it could crest and come back down? How do you think that Silver came up with 30 days?
1: One, I think um, the playoffs are scheduled to begin on April 18th. So that gives a good window for everything to calm down, and then you can essentially – um, maybe in the regular season as it is now and then begin the playoffs secondly i don't think two weeks or something like that was was uh that was not enough time we don't really know what was going to happen we still don't really know what's going to happen and then if you do a two-week thing you've got to basically have the players return to practice within maybe a week and a half so are players returning to practice are they, are they going to be ready to practice in 10 days absolutely not you still have players who are testing. you got a third player, Christian Roy, who's tested positive. So now you have three players that we know have the virus. So I think 30 days was a good window to, t- to determine, um, okay, what do we do from here? It's now April 15th or April 12th or whatever it will be. Um, this is what's happened over the last few weeks. It's gotten better. Or, you know what, we're going to extend this by another two to three weeks and try to start uh, the playoffs maybe in mid-May, and then just kind of go from there. Um, I, don't, I think it's, it's a good number to, to work with because you just don't want to right now cancel the season, but it, and it gives the league and it gives all of us time to kind of figure out what's going on, and what's going to happen. Um, and then I think they will collaborate in mid-April to decide, okay, sh- should we just start the playoffs in a week, give teams time to come together and practice, uh, all that's going to be is going to be fluid. We don't know how this is going to go, but I think 30 days was a good window.
0: I agree there, and I think Adam is a smart guy. I don't think he just made it up out of uh, thin air, but uh, it is a flexible number. It's a fluid number. He said that at the time, and we'll see how it shakes for it uh, a week from now, two weeks from now, when we get a little bit c- closer. Talking to Gary Wasburn of the Boston Globe here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Several NBA players, and I applaud each and every single one of them, have stepped up, made announcements that they will be contributing to a fund to help pay those who work at the arenas where the games are being canceled, the part-time people who need the money uh, and uh, could potentially have been out all that revenue. Um, While I applaud the individual players, some teams have also stepped up and said they will guarantee salaries for a period of time as well. Uh, And I think the teams are more obligated than the individual players are for sure. The players do the right thing. I know they did the right thing for themselves. They look good. They're smart. They can afford it. They're generous. It's the right thing to do. But did they put pressure on other players to try and do the same things? What was the first thing you thought of when you read uh, that uh, the likes of Blake Griffin and Zion Williamson and uh, Kevin Love and several others said that they would be making significant donations?
1: Um, I I think they're wonderful gestures, but I also think the teams in the ownership uh, need to come together also and collaborate. You know, you've got a lot of people who work at these arenas who hand out the stats, who, um, you know, compile quotes, who work every night, every game, and and this is either an extra job or they're working a, this is, like you said, a part-time situation where they're supplementing their income. Um, You have ushers at the arena who work, at the arena, like st- places like Staples Center, that has literally events almost every night, work there, and that's how they make their living. Um, so we have to figure out one: what's their what's their kind of condition in terms of something like this, this has never happened, where every sport has shut down. So, are they still going to be compensated? If they're not, I think the ownership and the players should come together uh, to find ways to compensate every employee from every team, because they do, you know, they run the elevators and they take uh, season ticket holders to the suites. They do things, you know, or they serve the food or they bring the drinks. They are looking for These are people that depend on this, you know, these arenas to have events every day. And as much as we have jobs maybe that don't uh, conclude or are still going despite what we're going through now, there's people who are just have nothing to do or they're going to have to go find another job. Uh, that's really unfortunate because of this virus. So I think it's behooves the ownership to make you know make amends and, and talk to the players, deal with the players, maybe come to an agreement to where every team, all 30 teams, and you know some of these stadiums like you know the, the Garden where it's hockey and basketball, maybe the NHL teams get involved. Sure, you know all all teams get involved like they've done with the Lakers and the and the Clippers and the Kings collaborate and make sure that these employees are compensated. I think that's the least, because no one expected this to happen. And the world is essentially, and the the country is essentially, the sports world is shutting down. But you have people who literally rely on this income to feed their families. That has to change.
0: Agreed. Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right. uh, This time of year, you're used to getting in and out of arenas with – 18, 19, 20,000 close personal friends, or at least they are for the two and a half hours uh, that you're in the building together, and being in close proximity to them, dealing with them, uh, judging their reaction, talking to some, interacting with others, and now you're not. Does it feel weird for you? I know it's like the off-season and you've got an off-season and at that time you don't have to go into these busy buildings and deal with all these people. Can you just transition into off-season mode while still be thinking about what you're doing, generating content, uh, coming up with uh, ideas for articles and the like? Uh, what what kind of a uh, mode is uh, Gary Washburn in right now?
1: Um. Well, in the off-season... It's You know, it's July, August, there's baseball. You know, there's preseason football. There's there's other sports to entertain you. There's nothing on. I mean, there's UFC. I'm not a big UFC guy, but you're like, okay, I guess I'll try this. Or uh, I had a friend text me that there's the Mexican soccer leagues are, are showing matches. Like, okay, I'm going to find a Mexican soccer league team and cheer for them. Like, there's nothing. So, yeah, it is Unlike anything, and I think any, everyone can sp- say this, anything that we've ever experienced where sports as a whole is shut down, it's not just this is not a basketball strike or a lockout where well, that's happened before. Then you had hockey going on, and you had other winter sports that were going on. Um, and you had even, you know, a couple years ago when there was a basketball lockout, there was NFL was still going on. You know, you had November, December where you had the winter winter sports and the fall sports were still going on. Here, you have nothing. You don't even have, a, you have a college sports. You can't watch college lacrosse or college baseball. There's nothing. I mean, this is unprecedented. I don't think any of us have ever been through this. So, no, it is not fun. It is not going well. You you know, it does allow you to do things that you haven't done, clean up and <laughs> do expenses and, and kind of, you know, maybe read a book that you hadn't, you know, had a chance to read or... Um, Thing, yeah. Spend time with family and do things that are, you know, that you maybe haven't had a chance to do. But for a sports fan, this is, I mean, this is the Great Depression here. I mean, this is there's nothing happening. You're watching taped games and you're like, you know, you're you're just trying to embrace anything. I think the state of Nebraska had their basketball tournament still going on, and Sports Center showed highlights of that. You just want to see a competitive game that's live. Um, so I might, you know, check out this Mexican soccer league and see how that's going. Um, Other than that, yeah, just wait, because it's going to be like this for a while, at least a month. Um, Obviously, baseball's postponed their start by two weeks, so that's mid-April. Also, Uh, no spring training games. This is unprecedented. This is like apocalypse. For a sports fan, you will learn not to take anything for granted anymore.
0: I did not know how big a sports fan you were above and beyond basketball. Glad to hear it that you're suffering from withdrawal like the rest of us, guy. And one of the ways you're trying to beat it is by watching Marky Mark movies on Netflix. What's the name of the I'm Wahlberg movie you Mark. got on again?
1: Spencer Confidential.
0: Spencer Confidential. All right, I'm going to have to punch that oh, up. Yeah, well,
1: I should get some kind of compensation to check <laughs> you. Yeah.
0: You and I both will split at 60-40. You brought it up. I'll take the back end. <laughs> Gary, good stuff. Appreciate you hopping on board. Uh, When we get closer to the Turner basketball, we'll certainly get you on again. Thanks, pal.
1: Okay, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.